Capital Market Insights from ICMA. I'm Andy Hill, a Senior Director at ICMA, and I'm going to provide an update on CSDR mandatory buy-ins. The headline news is that the EU's problematic and potentially unimplementable mandatory buy-in regime unfortunately looks set to remain. Taking a recap, following the last-minute reprieve in late 2021, when co-legislators found a creative legal means to suspend the February 2022 application of the EU's CSDR mandatory buy-in or MBI regime, and ESMA's subsequent suspension of the provisions for three years, the industry hoped that this was the window to end MBIs once and for all. And the reasoning for this was sound. It was now widely appreciated that an MBI regime, which would increase the risk borne by market makers, securities lenders, and other liquidity providers, would be detrimental to EU market liquidity. Analysis of the potential impact of an MBI requirement during the COVID-induced market turmoil of early 2020 highlighted the pro-cyclical risks for market stability. Successful implementation would require a contractual repapering exercise on an unprecedented global scale. And important elements of the regulatory buying process simply would not work. Better, most market participants thought, to consign the whole notion of MBIs to the regulatory scrap heap. It was also noted that in many markets, such as the bond markets, effective contractual buying mechanisms already existed. Furthermore, the industry was making huge strides in optimizing settlement efficiency and processes, including the introduction of market best practices. And if the natural cost of settlement fails was not incentive enough, the CSDR penalty mechanism live from February 2022 provided another reason for firms to get their post-trade house in order. The European Commission's March 2022 proposal for the CSDR refit, however, held on to the possibility of MBIs, subject to a two-step approach. This would mean that MBIs would not automatically apply across all EU markets, but rather their introduction would be based on an assessment of settlement efficiency rates in different securities and transaction types. In other words, it would be a last resort if penalties and various industry-led initiatives did not achieve a desirable level of settlement efficiency. The Commission's proposal also attempted to address some of the flaws in the original regulation, most notably allowing for the payment of the buying differential to be made symmetrically between the buyer and the seller, depending on whether the buying price is higher or lower than the original transaction price. Now, this is critical in maintaining the economics of the original bargain, i.e. the contract entered into between the seller and the buyer, and it avoids random economic outcomes resulting from the buying process. This also meant that the Commission could introduce the possibility of a pass-on mechanism, limiting the number of buy-ins potentially triggered by a single settlement fail. However, a number of other shortcomings in the buying design were, were left unaddressed. So over to the European Council. In the second half of 2022, the European Council under the Czech presidency has been discussing the Commission's proposal. ICMA suspected that support for retaining the MBI regime was lukewarm at best, while a number of Council members 
were actively pro removing it completely. However, once discussions were underway, the direction of travel appears to have taken an unlikely and unfortunate turn. During the discussion process, any opposition to MBI seems to have been won over, and ICMA suspects that the final council position advocates the Commission's two-step approach, albeit with less explicit criteria for its application. ICMA also has reason to believe that the final council position advocates the reintroduction of asymmetrical payments of the buy-in and cash compensation differential, even though this was originally the result of a drafting error in the level one and subsequently corrected in the Commission's proposal. It is not clear whether this is the outcome of differing opinions on the contractual point of ownership in a securities transaction, i.e. execution versus settlement, or perhaps more likely, a misunderstanding of the economics of buy-ins. The fact that the council position also explicitly supports a possibility for pass-ons, which is a logical inconsistency with asymmetrical differential payments, certainly indicates some confusion. More positively, the council recommends the exemption of securities financing transactions from the scope of MBIs, something also favoured by the ECB, although this would still be subject to further guidance from ESMA in the level two. As for other aspects of the MBI design, including prescribed timelines, IBCMA believes that the, the Council may be proposing a uniform six-day extension period after which buy-ins must be initiated. And the curious notion of automatic cash compensation, it's expected that these will remain largely intact in the Council's proposal. In early 2023, the European Parliament is expected to agree its position on the CSDR refit ahead of the trilogue discussions with the Council, where ICMA also expects the Commission to play an active role. The Rapporteur's draft report of the European Parliament Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs considers regulation-driven mandatory buy-ins as a significant interference in the execution of securities transactions and the functioning of securities markets and suggests discarding the CSDR MBI regime in its entirety. ICMA and the industry at large would view this as a positive opening position. ICMA continues to engage with the authorities more broadly to highlight the reason why MBIs were not implemented in 2022, and to stress that the underlying rationale for this has not changed. ICMA is also keen to stress that focus on maintaining MBIs in the regulation seems to be at the expense of considering alternative, more targeted interventions to support settlement efficiency, while pointing out that no other major financial market has such provisions, even as a last resort. The UK, for example, dropped MBIs at the first available op opportunity. While ICMA and others will continue to engage with regulators and policymakers to explain the overwhelming rationale for removing MBIs from EU regulation, it would seem that the political tide may be too strong and that the spectre of the regime will hang over EU financial markets and its stakeholders for some time to come. Perhaps the only solace is that it is extremely unlikely that they will ever be applied partly because the impact on EU markets would be so devastating that this would far outweigh any perceivable benefit, but also because, as currently devised, MBIs would be largely unimplementable. Whether maintaining MBIs is justifiable will therefore remain open to question.
Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.